0: Hey, everybody, we're back, and on this week's show, I'm going to be talking Universal News. I'm not just going to talk the news with you, Uh, I am going to give you that, but then I want to follow it up with some introspective uh, thought on each thing and what might be coming, and uh, maybe what uh, Universal's uh, next turn will be with each one of the things that they have going on now. There is a lot of stuff that's going on at Universal, and that is in Hollywood and in in, uh, Florida. This is show three twenty nine for the week of June twenty second, twenty fifteen. You're listening to Universal's Door. Find us at universalsdoor.com. Listen every week for a new show and rate us on iTunes. Follow us at youtube.com slash these amazing places, Facebook.com slash these amazing places, Twitter.com slash amazing places, or contact us at podcast at these Okay let's kick everything off right away here. Uh, first we're going to start out with the Wet and Wild will be closing December 31st 2016. In case uh, somebody doesn't know what that is that's actually a park that Universal purchased I believe it was in like 2006 they actually purchased them all outright and then sold off uh, the one in Las Vegas and uh, I think there was one somewhere else that uh, that they also closed but they did keep the one in uh... in orlando along with that though they've recently purchased purchased eight parcels of land to go around it and this is where the interesting part comes into this uh... right now it's gonna make up about fifty acres of land want you to keep in mind as we go through each one of these things i'm gonna give acreage on each thing uh... keep in mind that the uh... wizarding world of harry potter parks each one are built on about 20 to 23 acres respectively. So uh, obviously you can see what they can do with 20 to 23 acres. Uh, Right now it looks like it'll probably take them, uh, they'll begin obviously demolition probably right away uh, as Universal tends to do. That will happen probably I would say right after the first of the year in 2017. Probably gonna be looking at a park there, I would say between probably about 2019. Uh, You're gonna look at something that they're gonna do there. Um, and I would go into saying that maybe they're going to build a new water park, but that's already taken care of, and that uh, was announced with the, uh, with the information coming out about uh, the new Volcano Bay, and that is going to be their new water theme park that they're going to open. It's nestled over there by where will be the new Sapphire Falls that'll be opening in 2016, we'll talk about that more here in just a little bit, and by the Cabana. So, everything is going to be as usual, uh, nestled there all tightly together. Uh, technically, the walk to the parks from any of these places is probably looking at about 13 to 15 minutes if you do a fairly brisk walk. Uh, you can check out our video that we did coming from Cabana to the uh, Universal Parks, actually, into City Walk. Um, so anyway you can check that out and then you can see what that walk looks like and what you could have to look forward to unless you want to take the bus of course anyway so it would be uh, exciting to see what the new information is that comes out Uh, uh, probably we're not gonna hear about it until sometime probably early and uh, mm, I would say probably let's say even probably late 2016 you're gonna probably start to hear some rumblings about what's coming so uh, big news there next thing is uh, I just wanted to jump in and talk about Jurassic world is the all time biggest opening uh, movie and uh, so and at this point uh, though I'm doing this show, they are into their second weekend and they actually are the number one movie again for this weekend right now they've done about four hundred million dollars domestically and that's within about a two week period so that's breaking all records that actually broke the record that was held previously by the Avengers the first Avengers not the Age of Ultron. Uh, So with that I'm thinking could they do, uh, will they do an expansion to Jurassic Park and so I was looking on the map and I'll stick this into the show notes uh, copy of this Uh, I was looking at an aerial view of it really the only place that they have that they could build would be where the Camp Jurassic and the Taran Flyers are at Um, if you go up the the way a little bit that's where the new Skull Island will be so you obviously are not going to tear it down right away and build Uh, just outside if you push outside of these areas past maybe where the Jurassic Park uh, River Adventure ride is you're actually out onto a road so you're outside of the uh, park park boundaries so they obviously can't do that but uh, so if they do decide to go after the Terrandon Flyers Camp Jurassic area that is actually built on about 21 acres and so if they want to do an attraction there, uh, let's say some type of an attraction where, you know, of course you're in the midst of the movie. Um, hopefully then they would be able to use some animatronics mixed with uh, uh, 3D, mixed with 40 uh, things maybe. So we'll see. Uh, no information out that they're obviously going to build one, but uh, it would be hard for me to believe that they wouldn't now that they already have the Jurassic park area they could actually switch that over to the Jurassic World area and retheme a lot of stuff within that area uh, the next thing that they did open here just recently is the raptor encounter and that is I believe to really show off their how well they can do with animatronics at this point If anybody hasn't seen that go out there on YouTube and check it out there are a lot of videos that people went in that raptor um, uh, The the encounter was that you would go up and you would stand and it would actually would move its head outside of like the caged area where it was at and get into the picture with you this thing that could move uh, amazingly with its tail its head its eyes uh, making so much sound the entire time that you really believed that it was a, a real raptor so I found that to be really amazing I really believe though that it's uh, their way of showing off what they're able to do now in animatronics um, so, I think you could expect to see probably a lot more of that in Skull Island. And so, you know, within Skull Island, it's, uh, I think that you're going to see a lot of creatures and stuff moving around in there, and then the uh, actually attraction will end with Kong himself. So, expect for that probably, let's see, right now they're looking at an opening of uh, 2016 uh, for. Skull Island, if you want to check out the Raptor Encounter, it is open now, so go check that out, or if you can't, get out there and check it out on YouTube. A lot of great videos of it. Next, uh, I talked about this a little bit before, and that is Sapphire Falls. Sapphire Falls will be the new tropical theme, uh, I'm sorry, tropical uh, hotel that they're opening within that area. It's going to be probably, I, I've heard moderate, I've heard deluxe, I would say it's probably going to be close to a deluxe price. When I say deluxe, um, it is below the price of what you would consider a deluxe at Disney, but uh, the amenities are nice and they're all uh, set into really gorgeous terrain, so check that out. Um, they are going to start taking reservations in the spring of 2016 for this thing, and I expect for it to book up pretty quickly. Um, hopefully. Uh, we're gonna start to see a lot of stuff pop up online as that thing's finished and they start to do some media previews be great if we could get out there at some point maybe and be able to do a media preview so let's keep our fingers crossed Uh, next I did talk a little bit about Volcano Bay opening in 2017 Um, uh, it will be the third theme park basically to Orlando Florida uh, to the Orlando Universal Orlando Park It actually, uh, let's see here, I did have some information on it. It was called, I believe, Project 533. And a lot of people, there's actually a a website out there called parkscope.net. They do a lot of work on getting information on uh, permits that are filed, blueprints that are up. They actually pull all this stuff up and take a look at it. Once again, um, Volcano Bay, if you want to know as far as scale and size of what this could look like. Uh, the amount of acreage is going to be built on it will be built on 38.99 acres of land I will put uh, where I get that information from in the, um, in the show notes so uh, anyway once again to give you kind of an idea and a reminder here Hogsmeade is 20 acres and Diagon Alley is about 20 to 23 acres so if you're doubling that size I really think that hopefully that they're going to do something that looks a little closer to um, uh, the water area and everything in uh, Tokyo Disney Sea. If no one's seen that, take a look at it. They actually have. Uh, I want to say it's uh, Mount Mount, uh, Mount Prometheus in that with fire coming out. From what I understand, there will not be fire coming out of the volcano. Uh, at Volcano Bay but water instead which could look really cool especially if it's lit a certain way so expect for that uh, uh, to be done probably I think that they're looking at what I say 2017 so right now the way these are lining up you're looking at uh, 2016 for the opening of Skull Island and in case someone doesn't know uh, in case you haven't listened or how is that? I want to say this in case you haven't heard Right now, Universal is looking within the Orlando parks to open one attraction a year. So, by attraction, I think that could be a hotel, it could be a uh, ride, uh, who knows? It could be a lot of different things. So, right now, the way they're lined up, uh, it looks like the uh, Sapphire Falls then will open in 2016, and the Skull Island will open in 2016. Volcano Bay then will open in 2017. And right now, then, uh, outside of 2017, looks like probably you're going to be looking at what's lined up for um, uh, probably 2018 to 2019. I would say 2019. You're probably looking at uh, whatever's going to be built into the Wet and Wild area, so that will be their opening there. A couple other things that they have out there right now is a possible uh, thing called Project 727. Right now they're talking about that it could be a replacement for the Twister attraction and technically right now they're saying it will be some type of a flight simulator project more like, uh, more in the vein of uh, Sorin. Uh, Other than that, I don't think that there's a lot of information out there about it, So, uh, but I expect to probably see that open in 2018. So that could be the attraction that you see come open in 2018 and then 2019 will be the Wet and Wild area as I said before. Uh, Another thing they have here is a Project 328, a possible replacement or uh, new theming for the Lucy uh, Museum. I don't know if anybody's ever been in it. I actually have video that I need to put up for that. Connor and I went in there and checked it out. Uh, It was a nice area. It's nice and quiet. Uh, if you see it a laugh, I, I don't know, if, if if you like Lucy, if you don't, uh, there's nothing there to not like. So you go in, check it out, uh, you'll get cooled off, it's nice and quiet, and it's actually funny, the clips and stuff that are running in there. And you get a good chance to just quietly walk around, get out of the noise of the park, and uh, and see the things that are in there. Uh, Lucille Ball was a, I don't know, I, I grew up with her and so um, I can understand maybe some people haven't but I'm just saying give it a chance while it's there it looks like at some point it may close but for now um, you know boy, you have the opportunity to go in there and check it out let's see here the next thing is and I don't really put any information in here for this but uh, Nintendo and Universal have signed an endorsement deal together to work together on creating attractions uh, right now there's not a lot of information out there. I assume it's going to be attractions f- according to the rides. I don't know what else it would be for Nintendo. Uh, when you think about that, it's actually genius that they would move forward and actually um, sign with Nintendo because the, the things that they could do that with their, with that are limitless at this point. And they cross great spans of time. Uh, let's say if, if they actually opened a Zelda attraction of some kind. Well, Zelda covers 20 years of people playing the game uh, you've got Mario Mario Kart you've got Donkey Kong you have a lot of stuff that that they could do there right now um, the place that is rumored that you could see it build be built would be um, over in the Curious George area I think Barney is still over in there five oh is still over in there there's a, um, a Woody Woodpecker roller coaster uh, I'd say that you could see it in the kids zone area is what it's called we actually have a a video of the kids' zone area that you could go check out and you'll see what the area looks like in case you haven't walked over in there. It does still exist. It does not get, from when we were back in there, it does not get a lot of, uh, uh, it's not a real busy area back in there. Uh, and so I think for that reason, it's been there long enough. And uh, Universal is not one to kind of just let something sit and be old. They actually have taken great strides in making sure that every inch of space that they have is used to maximize the amount of people that actually want to go on an attraction Um, they seem to be working on the theory that if if the attraction is no longer popular then let's get it out of there and let's build something that is popular that gets people um, interested in coming into the parks again so um, uh, it'd be great to see what they're going to do with that. I expect a lot of really cool things out of that. If you go out to the West Coast now, I just want to quickly go out to the West Coast and uh, and tell you that the Wizarding World of Harry Potter will open in the spring of 2016 out there. It'll have the uh, Forbidden Journey just like it does in Florida, except for it's going to have more of a 3D simulation to it uh, that will be different than the Florida attraction um let's see here right now they're actually oh, they'll also have flight of the hippogriff which i found a little bit odd because flight of the hippogriff was just a re-themed roller coaster in the um... um in the florida parks and so for them to build that i found interesting but the attraction flight of the hippogriff is great for um... a lot of people of all ages and so it's not a real long ride so if you don't really like roller coasters or whatever it's still thrilling does give some really cool views of the park so if you've never ridden it in Orlando go check it out and just look at the views as you head around the track we actually do believe have a uh, video that I put up out there and you can get a chance if you watch that video it'll show you what the um uh, what the views look like if I haven't put that up I'll make sure that it gets put up and I'll stick it into the show notes here one way or the other they're also gonna have the three broomsticks uh, just like you would have in uh, Wizarding was World of Harry Potter, uh, Hogsmeade and Three Broomsticks probably um, will not be of course like Diagon Alley so I expect more of like an American menu there they do have a lot of things that um, uh, Leaky Cauldron and Diagon Alley has but um, short of many of the uh, very oh what is, I want to say British themed foods such as the pasty and um, Oh, let me think of oh, bangers and mash. Uh, I don't know if you're going to see those at Three Uh And then the last thing that I just heard recently was that they're also proposing to build Diagon Alley out on the west coast, and where they would build that, uh, I haven't seen it. But if you go back and you listen, uh, Cameron has seen this area and he's talked about an area that needs to be rethemed there, and that is the water world area. And so hopefully they will they will do that. I cannot imagine a camera can either they'll have any room to put in the Hogwarts Express so you're still gonna miss out on that so it will be still the Harry Potter light Uh, I guess light I mean you're gonna be basically you could have everything except for the uh, Hogwarts Express out there Uh, they're really at this point Universal's really playing hardball now on both coasts with with Disney this is their chance to kind of uh, uh, they've got everyone's attention. Let's put it that way, and so to try to get maybe some of the locals' attention out there, as uh, Cameron said in some earlier podcasts, City Walk in um, in California is very popular with the locals, and so if they can get more of the locals to start maybe heading out into the parks and then visiting City Walk, which they're already there anyway, then they're going to start to rob maybe some some uh, uh, crowd size, some audience from Disneyland. Uh, or it'll be like it is in Florida, Um, more people will come to uh, Universal Hollywood or more people will come to Disneyland and more people at the same time will visit the uh, Universal parks while they're out there or the Disneyland parks while they're out there. I really believe even in Florida right now, the rise in attendance in the the Disney World parks uh, is due to the fact that uh, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter and Universal Parks have become very popular. And so at this point, it's it's going to be curious over the next two years to see if the trend continues to push to maybe where more people will say, yeah, we're going to Florida to take a Universal vacation and they don't visit Disney. Right now, uh, no matter how much you hear, that some people are saying, yeah, that's the trend, that's the direction things are going. I, I don't see that because of uh the fact that disney's crowds continue to grow at the same pace that uh, universal's crowds continue to grow so as i said before i'm not really into the um uh one against the other i love all of these parks i want them all to be fantastic so that i can go and i can visit them all and have a good time in them all and so competition to me is a fantastic thing for the consumer so the more the merrier alright guys uh, I know this is kinda short show right now if I can find some clips of something I'm gonna tag them on to the end of the show Um, I do have some stuff so we'll see we'll see what I put on there if for some reason I just don't feel like it's uh, I if I just don't feel like it's something that's good enough to actually stick on to the end of the show then we're just gonna call this a short show and uh, move on anyway uh, also next week I believe everybody's going to be back on next week and uh, we're going to be talking with Adam about his latest trip into the Disney parks. He has a ton of stuff to share with everybody that can, uh, let's face it, he was a guinea pig for us all in the hot weather with kids, you name it, he did it on this trip and so he's got a lot of stuff to share with everybody about uh, making your next trip into the parks. Uh, whether it's hot or cool or busy or slow, he's going to make that a little bit more enjoyable for everybody. So until next week, be good and enjoy life.
1: And he had one of the most beards. Samuel, I hardly think that they care about his beard His luxurious beard. Should <laughs> be taught on the wager bring us all of bringing God's some stacked stack galleons, and there is not a child raised in the been world today who doesn't know about the tales from people above. Uber, uh, what about yeah, the Warlock's hairy heart? Who isn't in the hobby
0: pond? Back to run again! the echoing oh,
1: Are you both quite finished? I would like to continue before my patience runs <laughs> out. Look at that bird. What's that sound? It's Beckett's patience. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Let's do what we came here to do. What's that? Right. Theatre. Places. Well, what story are we telling? Ladies and gentlemen, this table is undoubtedly one with which you may be familiar. Brothers. Wait! What is it now? Do I the brothers? I never get to do it, I'm always, you know. You can be the second brother, but be careful. I'm always careful. My fellow witches and wizards. Hey everyone, ready? We now present to you the tale of the three brothers. There were once three brothers who were travelling along only a winding road and twilight. In time, the brothers reached a river too treacherous to pass, but being alone in the magical arts, they simply waved their walls and made a bridge. Before they could cross, however, they found that half blocked by wow, a hooded figure. It was death. And he felt cheating because travellers usually drown in the river, but death was coming. He pretended to Cratulate the three brothers upon their magic, and said so that each of earned the a prize for having been clever enough to evade him. The oldest brother, who was a combative man, asked for a wand more powerful than any in existence. A wand that must always fit duels for its owner. So death fashioned him one from an elder tree that grew nearby. Then the second brother, who was an arrogant man, decided that he wanted to humiliate them still further, and asked for the powers for all others. So Death picked up a stone from the riverbank and came Finally, Death turned to the third brother. A humble and wise man, he did not trust Death. So he asked for something that would enable him to go forth from that place without being followed by Death. And Death, most unwillingly, handed over his own cloak of invisibility. In due course, the brothers separated, each for his own destination. The first brother traveled to a distant village, where he sought out a wizard with whom he had once quarreled. Naturally, with the elder wand as his weapon, he could not fail to make the duel that followed. Leaving his enemy upon the floor, the eldest brother proceeded to an inn, where he boasted loudly of the power of the wand he had snatched from death himself and of made him invincible. But that very night another visit crept upon the oldest brother as he lay upon his bed. Whereupon he stole the wand in with it the brother's life. So death took the first brother from his own. Meanwhile the second brother took the stone that had the power to recall the dead and turned it thrice in hand. To his amazement and his delight, the figure of a girl he once hoped to marry before her untimely death appeared at once before him. Yet soon she turned sad. She did not belong in the mortal world. Driven mad with hopeless longing, the second brother took his own life so as truly to join her. And so Death took the second brother for his own. As for the third brother, Death searched for many years, but he was never able to find him. It was only when he had attained great age that the youngest brother shed the cloak of invisibility. And gave it to his son. He then greeted Death, old friend, and went with it gladly, departing this life as equal.